Thanks for tuning in to your day off podcast, hosted by your boys, Corey and Tony. I think by the end of today, I might have another best friend. They're committed to making you fall in love with the hair industry, one podcast at a time. Uh, you're going to grab a lot of information. Yeah, you're going to learn a lot. Presented by Hair Industry and powered by Schedulicity. Without further ado, should we do? Ladies and gentlemen, this is it. Your day off podcast will begin after a word from our sponsors. What if payment looked this good? And your tips looked even better. Better yet, what if you could do it all by phone? Norm, payment by text for small businesses. Barbers, stylists, massage therapists, facialists, you name it. Available now for everyone on Schedulicity. Norm, the modern way to pay. Welcome to your day off. My name is Corey, and of course, I'm sitting with my best friend, Tone. What's up, man? What's going on, brother? Hey, uh, first and foremost, we need to thank Premier Orlando for uh, once again bringing us down. Um, we're, I, well, I'm not going to speak for you, but I am just so incredibly excited once again to be at a live show. I can't wait to, I, anybody that's listening, I, 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 I plead with you, you know, let's get to some live shows, and if not 2021, then uh, 2022, you know, um, they're coming back in 2022, they're coming back hard, I know that we plan on being at ISSE um, in January, and then we were just invited to go back to ABS in April, so we're pretty excited about that, we also have some other pretty big announcements happening here in a couple months, which, uh, you know, definitely keep your ears open, because uh, we're, 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 we're going to do some more stuff. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Pre-talk, we were talking about a lot of firsts, and uh, we want to talk about Premiere, which literally was our first uh, show, and uh, we have a special place in our heart for them, and really, really want to thank you so much. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's actually funny because uh, I'm going to talk about what we talked about on the plane, but, you know, like, Premiere is always, like, it's it's kind of like where we kind of, like, our first year here, like, nobody knew who we were. We were trying to get any kind of attention that we could possibly get for the podcast. Um, that was year one, and then year two, which is 2019, like, we kind of felt like, oh, okay, so we're kind of here, and people kind of know that we're here and stuff. And then this year, all those people that kind of knew that we're here are now our friends, and we get to hang out with them. And, um, and like, on a real level, though, not even, like, on a podcast level, not even on a hairdresser level, just, like, like we, we I'm starting to cry. Whew. It's just been very, very cool that we um Again, just free the, talk you're sensitive. I know I'm ahead. sensitive, exactly. But it's just really cool that that the friendships that we've made through the through the podcast. And you know, I think Premiere has kind of always been like that, or where we come to go, like, okay, where are we compared to last year as far as our as far as our relationships? Yeah, and that goes back to our goals. Every time we come to a show is, you know, the first goal is to dig deeper with our friends that we have already. And our second goal is to make new friends. And uh, and we have two really good friends from, from year one. Uh, year two. The, 19. Or year two, yeah. Yeah, year two. It feels like it's it's been forever. Because well, that's because 2020 counts and doesn't count all at the same time. <laughs> right, all right. <laughs> right. But, uh, you know, so it, it, the two people we have today uh, are, you know, I, I really enjoyed – uh, you know, being with them outside of the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but, but, you know, to that, like, you know, we have friendships and we have two friends on the podcast today and, um, you know, they, uh, they gave us some time and, um, apparently shit's about to get blown up. So, uh, that, that, that's at least the, uh, the story. Yeah. That's the, that's the name of the title of the podcast. <laughs> shit's about to get blown up. 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 I like that. Yeah. I like that. Blowing shit up. I like that. So, um, today on the podcast, we have our friend Christopher Benson and we have our friend Erica Keelan and they're sitting in with, they're both sitting in with us. Um, and, uh, you know, I kind of, a lot of stuff has happened with Chris the last six months and, and he's chosen our, uh, our place to kind of come and talk about it. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, introduce him, man. Yeah, Mr. Christopher Benson, Miss Erica Keelan, welcome to your day off. Happy to be here. It's good to see you guys. Very good to see you guys. Thanks Always good to see us. you guys. <laughs> yeah. I want to get a shout out yet from yesterday too. We did uh, uh, something that the with Rachel the Beauty Project and uh, with Sam Via, and uh, we went to uh, the Covenant House and did some haircuts on some youth that uh, are are struggling, and yeah. it was so great to see. That side of you guys, you know, being able to give, because uh, you know your your weekend here is so crazy busy. 
but to take that time out to, to impact some young lives, it's, it's pretty impressive. And, uh, and plus being with there with you guys was even more special. Yeah. It was cool to see everybody there. And I think, uh, you know, while we're, we're, uh, giving, I think we're getting, and f- you know, I can just speak for me and I'll let Erica speak on this, but I think, uh, we, we put so much out over the course of the weekend and all the places that we are and all the things that we do and to just have that grounded moment with those people and to give them something that's a little bit different than what they normally have. Um, that's priceless. It's yeah, priceless. Yeah. It's priceless. It really is. And, and, and seeing the faces like the, I mean, Erica, the, the change that you made was, oh, man, Oh my unbelievable. God. I that had, was yeah, unbelievable. Like, like when she sat down and she said, I wanted to change. I didn't realize that it was going to be Whoa. a change. I don't think she, Erica did it either. <laughs> <laughs> First thing I said was, I'm not really a barber. I do have some clippers, you know? So I see a woman with long hair, lovely. I was like, yep, I'll take you thinking she'll want a bob or, you know, something like that. Cause she said she wanted a big change. Well, she showed me a bald, like a bald headed woman that, had, but a curly bald head woman. So she had, um, you could see the texture in her hair. It wasn't completely bald. I'd say like a four, you know, four on the guard or whatever. And so I started cutting her. I was like, I sat down, I did a long converse, consultation and I'm just not going to do that to somebody that I don't know, especially when they're in the situation they're at, she's at a shelter. And I was, I was more scared of Day two. two days later, Day two, her yeah. having a meltdown. Yeah. And she said it was a spiritual journey. So I get that and I believe in that. And she has two small kids. So she wanted to get rid of the old and she's starting a new job and she wanted to start over. So I literally did a a full bob haircut on her and she's like, nope, I want to go shorter. And she's like, I really want to go bald. But she was thanking me and she felt bad for me. And I was like, girl, I'll give you 15 haircuts to not have you regret it tomorrow. Um, And it it was a cool experience for me because when I was done and one of the women that worked at the shelter came over and she, she actually confirmed and like made me feel better doing it. She was like, Oh no girl, you're, you're in the position in your life. You're ready to do it. And this woman knows her and as a counselor to her. And so I felt a little more comfortable doing it after I heard her say that Um, she said, Oh no, you've got the confidence in the world. You'll, you'll be great at this. But if I wouldn't have heard that woman say that I was really nervous because I didn't want it to impact her negatively later because a bald fade is hard to grow out on a woman who's never had short hair. Um, but by the time we were done, now I did buzz the sides. And when we got that done, she was like, I wanted a little bit longer on the top. So I did leave the top a little bit longer than she originally showed me, but mm-hmm. we went super short and yeah. she was extremely happy. She was a lovely person, um, but it was a spiritual thing to her. So I'm glad I did it. Uh-huh. And I'm glad I had the opportunity to be part of that. After she got the makeup done, the smile on her face, oh. you could just oh. see her energy and her confidence just grew. It just like, yeah. wow, it was just amazing. And then the iron work with your work on that undercut was phenomenal. Yeah, it was cool. It's, uh, you know, and it's, I think it's great that we got to pass it off to different people. Um, you know, I got to do the haircut. Uh, Hannah was doing the texture. So I think it's about getting everybody involved in letting everybody have a piece of what that feels like. And uh, I think all of us walked away better people because of it. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. I think the greatest thing they, you know, the people there didn't know the talent that was there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they, they, I mean, <laughs> Sam V is cutting a four year old's hair, a three year old's hair. Three year old. Yeah. He's three. Yeah. 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 It was, uh, it was pretty surreal walking in there and seeing everybody and you go, wow, this is, uh, this is wild. And then you, and then exactly. I thought the same thing, honestly, Tony, I was, these guys have no idea. Well, and she they, felt ha- bad. they have no idea what's about to happen this weekend. They have no idea who these people are, right. which was great. And honestly, it was it was kind of cool. Yeah. It was kind of cool just to be with them, and it didn't matter who the hell we were. It was well, it what was, we did. It was so. beautiful. It, it was it was cool because in that room, it, it it wasn't about the egos in the room. It was about <laughs> those people. You know, it was about it was about. It was about, it was their stage, right? Yep. Like, like we all get yep. enough stage time. Yep. And for them, that was their stage. And, and, and the fact that they didn't know that there's, there were stage performers in the room yeah. was really cool because one, they weren't nervous about it right. or whatever. It, it was just a really cool experience. And, and everybody kind of, you just saw everyone kind of gleaming and everybody felt a little more confident. Did you notice everybody started to have a, had walked oh, yeah. out of there with the different oh, yeah. strut and oh, stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. After you guys left, I was talking to um, the, um, 
the the coordinator there and i was like um because originally there was going to be like 30 people there or whatever so but i was just like think about the people like these guys are walking out looking amazing and think about the people that were like no nah, i'm not doing that you know they're gonna be like they, their fomo is gonna be real well my girl did like she she was worried about me having to cut her hair she's like i just don't want to waste your time i'm like i'm here for you today it's not about me and i'd much rather give you five haircuts than have you upset tomorrow well and she said she was like, I'm so glad I came. I thought it was just going to be hair stu- school students. That, that came out of her mouth. She said, I figured it was just hair school students. I'm like, oh, no, baby, you got some of the best in the industry right now, you know, here. So let's give you what you want. Yeah. Once again, a huge shout out to Rachel Heil um, yeah. and for yeah. the Beyond Project. Um, please, uh, at, at the very least, if you're listening to this, go to Instagram and look up the Beyond Project. They, they do really cool stuff. It's a 501c um, nonprofit organization, and they're they're literally set up to support hairdressers that are trying to make a difference in in the in the in the grander world. You know, and, and Rachel heads up that, and, and she's amazing. Um, so yeah, once again, it's the Beyond Project. Is it the dot Beyond Project? I don't know, just look up the Beyond Project. You'll see it. I think it's a little blue <laughs> bee or something. Yeah, I just found her yesterday on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, the Beyond Project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We'll definitely, uh, we'll definitely be doing more stuff if we're invited back. Um, you know, Sam invited us, and we were just honored to kind of be there and be able to support. Oh, I've already guys. talked to him about bringing one to Jacksonville because Sam lives where I live. Sure. So uh, we've already talked about doing it there. It, it, let us know. We will. So maybe, maybe we'll, maybe we can. Um, if Love the timing it. works, we'll we'll come in, down and support. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. Chris. Yeah, but uh, first off, man, thanks for all your years uh, at Matrix, and and I know that you left a couple months ago. And I mean, I guess my first question would be is just the human question: is like, you know, after being some, how many years were you there? Seventeen. Seventeen. So after seventeen years with anybody, like, you know, what was the emotional kind of ride to you know want make the decision that that you were going to move forward and and all that good stuff? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think. COVID put us in a space of uh, you had downtime that you didn't have before. (laughs) (laughs) Right. A little more than what I think any of us planned. And um, I just like, for me, you have uh, put so many labels on who you are. You get so many people telling you what you are and, um, and what you're not. And, and that's fine. And I think some of them are, are great labels, you know, award winner, Naha winner, whatever, uh, global artistic director. But I just think that it comes a point where you have to go, what am I, what am I doing? What am I aligning with? Is this where I'm at today? And it doesn't make that what was the 17 years a wrong thing. Um, I've had amazing opportunities and I'm super gracious and super grateful about everything I've ever done with matrix. And I left on a very high note and, um, you know, when I did, when I did let him tell, uh, cute Delic, who's a very dear friend of mine, who's the head of education was like, I don't understand. I just got, you know, great reviews from a class you just did. And I said, as you would, because mm-hmm. I'm going to leave on a high note and do it right by you guys. And I wish them nothing but success. And I hope they have great success. There's enough abundance for everybody. And I think that if we have a mentality that there is enough for everybody, um, me moving on or me moving to a different place in the industry, uh, is going to happen change change is going to happen. And the idea that I, I did 17 years is phenomenal and did it at that level with them truly for me is, um, an awesome, amazing thing. So I'm, I'm super gracious and super grateful, but it just, it was just time. I don't want somebody to dictate my career. I want to, I want to ride my, my lightning and I want to dictate my career. Yeah. I mean, the, and the team that you guys put together for Matrix, I mean, it, over the last few years has been phenomenal. Yeah. So, so when he brought the news to you or told you guys the news, how did you guys react? <laughs> I mean, I wasn't surprised. Um, I, I, I'm with growth. I, um, I was, I was happy for him. I could tell during COVID, I mean, I could normally call him before and we chatted a lot and, I could tell something was wrong and he needed a change in his life. And sometimes it's, it's not a bad thing to change. It's, you don't leave places because you're unhappy sometimes. Sometimes you just need to change. Um, and I, I was very supportive. I thought that it was a good, a good move for him, um, just mentally and everything. Is that because of, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, you're, you're excited for someone to move on because they're an ass. Or sometimes <laughs> no. they're excited because you're, because you're no. home. First growth. <laughs> 
I mean, after 17 years, what more do you have? You know, yeah. what more what, what more do you have to give? You know, yeah. I, I get that. And he, you know, he is my mentor. I um, I actually met him through Matrix. Mm-hmm. And um, I met him, what, four or five years ago in the, the room at um, BTC one year. And we just immediately clicked. I, meet, I met with his team. I clicked with his team right away. Um, and I support him. I think it's a great move. And I think anything growth is good. Um, like I say, it's not always bad to leave a company. Like when I've left salons, it's not always because I was unhappy with the salon. I just needed a change in my life Fair or enough. I've moved. I've actually moved states just to need a change in my life. So I think that that's really important. And a lot of people need to do that to make themselves happy. Cause I've worked with a lot of people that stay in a job and are miserable, but they just want to get the 20 years and get the retirement or this or that. And as hairdressers, we don't have to do that. Yeah, I was just being funny because anybody who, who who's met Chris on a personal level knows that he's a pretty awesome guy. Yeah, you're yeah. very kind. You're yeah. very kind. I mean, I'm, I'm going to double down on the awesome because what's very cool and 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 the only side of Chris that we've ever really seen, like in this environment and like in like the show environment, is that he's always brought people along. You know, yeah. whether whether it was you know Casey, um, uh, Updo Guru, or, mm-hmm. or 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 Sarah, um, or I mean. This weekend, you're with Queen of the South, um, uh, our friend Patty, you know, so, you know, Chris is always like, I mean, you better be a badass artist because everyone I just announced is a badass <laughs> artist. But if you're a badass artist, you know, Chris has, Chris wants to kind of bring you along. So yeah. um, that's very cool. And and if you're not brand affiliated, then you know, that's a hard thing to do. Yeah. Well, and I think the energies go together well, too. Um, no one out of that group is a diva. You know, we are on CBC's team, which is his name, but everybody gets their own place. It's not, um, it's not Chris running around being a diva himself, you know, like we all work together and it's such a good, that's how our salon runs too, is it's a very big team environment. And that's what I look for. I don't look at the other salons down the street as being competitions. I don't look at the other color companies as being competitions. Um, so I, I, I'm really happy that I've been able to work with them. Well, okay, you brought it up. So, kind of, kind of take me back room. What it's like to work for work with Chris's team, like, like meaning, not meaning like, like, do you just kind of bring your stuff? So, so, here's, so here's the deal. So here's my question. Like, like, do you go, hey, Chris, I think this would be really cool, or, or like, or like this is this is this is the art that I can bring. Well, I think we built the. I'm going to turn the relationship. Mike, Chris's mics off for a sec, but go ahead. We built the relationship. We met at BTC, I think, in like 2017. And I was backstage. I was actually put with another artist. And he was the one because I've watched Naha for years. I had followed Naha. So out of their team, they have an incredible team from Naha. Like you've got D-Link, you've got Michelle um, Michelle O'Connor, you've got Danielle. There's a ton of people. And I was actually working with Michael Michael Albor. And I was, I was helping him out. But Chris was the one that was like intimidating to me. I don't know why, because he was the biggest teddy bear once I got to know him. But so he was like fucking with me just the whole time, just messing with me. And I was brand new. I didn't work for Matrix. I was coming in on like the influencer, like guest artist thing. And Chris is messing with me and I just scream, fuck you, leave me alone. Like something like that across the Matrix room. And it's like, who's the new girl over there cussing at Chris? <laughs> the whole, you know, it's that moment where every, like all times, all times stops, right? It's like that moment where, it's so loud in a model room, but then when she screamed this, everything just went quiet and everybody just looked at Erica and I was like, yeah, there's the new girl. Yeah, I was definitely the new girl. But from then on, like I got to work with his team. I think the next time I got put on his team and it's just gone from there. And yes, now I definitely feel more comfortable speaking up and we collaborate and I give him shit. Like I was like, oh, I didn't lighten that. That's not mine. I didn't do that. Or make sure you give me credit for that one. I did that one, you know. She so takes we, credit even when she doesn't do it. Yeah, I, I talk shit now. If it's good. And if it's not, then I'm for sure I was one that did it. Yeah, exactly. Chris, that's you. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, if it's bad, he definitely did it. I didn't do that. <laughs> that's your yellow. Yeah. <laughs> so how was your conversation with matrix when you decided to let them know that you're going to be moving on uh it was pretty straightforward it wasn't um it, it really wasn't a conversation it was this is i'm i'm need to let you guys know that i'm done today oh today and i just said i'll i'm gonna go down for a while and then i'm sure at some point i'll end up coming back and i think it's just out of respect for you know, the time I've spent with them and I wanted them to be able to have space to be able to get people booked. And, you know, it's, it's doing things the right way. It's doing things how you would want somebody to do it to you. And I just, uh, I 
care a lot about those guys. There, I mean, there's many people there that are still very, very, very dear friends of mine and always will be. And so, um, and I'm sure I'll work with some of them again somewhere, you know, in all honesty in this industry. So I would never leave something in a, in a haphazard way or a negative way. And I feel absolutely prideful about, uh, you know, not that I left, but the way I left and feel very good about it. And I miss a lot of them. And, and, you know, of course, I think when you're on a team that long and you have affected people and they have affected you that, uh, there is a huge emotional, uh, just space where you go, is this the right thing? And I think it took me quite a few months to really settle into, um, am I going to be okay with this? Because I think you put so much time into something that it's very, very hard for me to let something go. I am in, in probably loyal to a fault <laughs> and uh, drive down on things to a fault because, you know, I'm just one of these that if you put something into it, then commit to it and drive it all the way till the rails come off the fucker. So, which I'm really excited to get into that conversation <laughs> because I know this is going somewhere. I don't know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, no, there's, there's definitely, it's, you know, I think this last year for me, um, was really about taking some time looking in the mirror. Uh, are you happy with what you see? And I think you have to be in a decision that if you're not happy, you got to do something about it. So is that physical? Is it mental? Is it emotional? And for me, it was a bit of all of it. And, uh, I call it the, uh, the strip down and it was basically like taking everything in my life and just dominoing it. And for me, what it was is I wanted to see what stood mm. and why it stood and what I was standing with. And, uh, are you, are, are you, are, are, is that still the process you're in or is that something that you kind of, that I guess uh, we're always in that process. Yeah, no, I right? think, and I agree. And I think, and I agree. And I think you're always in the process. I think this one was probably one of the heavier ones. Um, uh, I think it was, you know, really driving down on why some of the feelings were, you know, that I had, um, for me, I don't want to be in a situation where I'm only valued when it's good. I want to be in a situation where I'm valued 365 days a year because that's what I'm going to give you. And I get it because, you know, uh, and this isn't a negative to L'Oreal. It's just, there's a lot of artists. You have to feed a lot of, of space with each of those and that's okay. And it's a good thing. And it was a great thing. Uh, I just want to paint a different picture for myself in the situation for what I want to do with what I'm online with now. And so I think it's a great thing. It's just a different space. And I think I'm in a different space, but I think I had to clear that space long before this uh, could have ever happened. And I think that it had to be clear in, you know, making the decision with matrix and taking some time and really understanding where I was, what I was, who I am being comfortable with being me, I think is a very big thing. And not just the person that people tell you, you are not the labels and, all the shit that people tell you, because when that all goes away, you're left standing there going, who are you? Yeah. Uh-huh. And and when COVID went down, there was no more, <laughs> there was no more audience. There was no more people. There was no more team. There was you and it's you alone. And you go, who are you? And, uh, I had to get real clear about who I am and that, what I am. The beautiful thing about uh, just self checking yourself like that is that you're, you're, not only that you now you know you're one hundred percent on a mm. on a path at where you want to go, you know there's no second guessing did I do the right thing? You were able to just totally knock all those dominoes down, see what stood, got rid of it or knock them down if they weren't the ones that you want standing or and pick up the ones up that you wanted mm. to be picked up, but now there's no question of where you want to go mm. and and you just cleared all that and dude that's that that takes a lot of courage, not a lot of people can do that. Because it, I didn't automatic. know if I was going to be able to do it. <laughs> there were some days I didn't know if I was going to be able to do it, to be honest with you. There were some dark days, man. I mean, honestly, what, there was some there were some really dark days, dude. Because you're going to unmask a lot of ugliness or a lot of scariness, right? So that's... Yeah, that's, a that's, lot. A lot. And it's, uh, what are you going to do with that? And, um, I, you know, it's it's crazy just even going back to like my childhood and my father was never in the picture. I think a lot of it for me was like, you want to step out and uh, be prideful about what you do. You want to be, you know, what you bring back. I have a third generation hairdresser. So uh, nobody in my family has ever done it at this level. And so has anybody done it at this level, Chris? 
<laughs> not really. You should see Chris's face right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to answer that, bro. When you see all the awards in his house, you're like, oh, sh- I didn't realize he did all this. Yeah, right? Uh, yeah, but I mean, even even at that time, I mean, uh, you know, it's interesting she says that because I did move over COVID and uh, all the trophies ended up in one place, which was very odd. And then um, uh, to sit there and see that, I just, uh, you know, I had to really get clear in some of that. Um, there's a lot of a lot of uh, time taken away from your family. There's a lot of sacrifice. There's a lot of um, things that I looked at, you know, not just in, in the positive of the wind, but also like the sacrifices that you're away from. And I think with COVID, it really gave me an opportunity to go, you need to get a fucking balance in your life and you need to, you know, spend some time with the people that you really care about and not just doing hair because everything that we do when we travel revolves around a shoot, a hair, a collection, something. And that was just how we lived our lives. And so, you know, I really uh, had to find a balance with that and, and step into it. And there for a long time, I wouldn't even touch her. I just, it, it got to the point where I was not um, in a space that I felt like I could be creative. And, you know, here comes Keelan again and says, uh, why fucking winds me up to get down here and do a shoot with her and come down and hang out. And, you know, and this is where your friends I think are, are people that you go, who do you stand with and what's reflected to you? And, um, this is somebody who is so, so dear to me and such a uh, inner part of my inner circle, but she just knew it. And she just, without even saying it, just starts setting stuff up. And, you know, I've gone down and shot with them before we've, we've landed covers of magazines together. And so, you know, you're going down with people that are incredibly talented and I'm not going to go down there and disappoint. So it kicked me in the ass to get my shit together. And we went down and shot and it just got, came out on the, fucking cover of a magazine. <laughs> so I did that's get how worried we do about that. him. That's how we do that. So, um, no, I mean, it's just in it for me, it just, it lit a fire and, you know, Sarah Jane, uh, is stepping out, Sarah Jane Maples is stepping out into doing photography and, you know, uh, I asked her to do it and she was super scared and it was just like this space to be able to support her in that. And, um, you know, part of my team was there to be able to help her in understanding different things with lighting and, uh, for us, that's just what it's about. And, you know, to be able to have a space where, you know, I walk into studio stage and it is like family. I mean, everybody, it's like, it's like an extension of my team, you know, on all honesty, the way they run it and the way Erica and they have cultivated the culture there is the same kind of culture. And that's why I think why, you know, Erica and I click so so easy when we met because it's the same. <laughs> we're cut from the same cloth you know you do things the right way you treat people the right way and you know you you bring people along and you want to see people succeed and you create that space for them and then she does the same thing in the studio i got a little worried about him because you know he's who i call to run ideas by and i mean there was a good like, like three creative months ideas yeah like, creative right. ideas and we talked mostly through covid and then there was like three months he wouldn't answer the phone. I couldn't get it. I couldn't get him to answer. And I was kind of worried about him. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, like at least answer my phone call. And um, I I went through probably a, a big change through COVID also because prior to COVID, I had lost both parents and I worked. I That's when we became friends. I really worked through and I never grieved. So mine during COVID was grieving. And I, you know, my eight weeks of laying around and I started feeling better. I got back into the salon. So I wanted to start shooting again. So I'm calling him trying to bounce ideas off him and I'm not getting much of him. I mean, he's like, I'm not even thinking about hair right now, Erica. I'm like, okay, I get it. And I left him alone for a little while, but six months later and he's still in the same funk. And that was when he wouldn't answer my phone calls. I was like, is he okay? Like I wanted to make sure he was okay. And yeah, I think it was, he needed to get out of Southern Utah for a little while. And, yeah. Come to, to get the wild, wild west. For a while. <laughs> yeah. Come to the wild wild west of Florida and um, yeah. wild wild west of Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. So, what a great friend. Wow. Yeah, no, that's uh, man, Tony. My my inner circle is everything to me. They're they are my family. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. You, you pick your people, you know, and uh, you can't pick your family, yeah. but you can pick your inner circle. And uh, my inner circle is uh, everything to me. Yeah, I, I have one of those. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. If you have one, you you're. I'm blessed. You're blessed, man. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think you got super clear about where, who, what, and why over COVID for me. 
and who I stand with and, uh, and to see the people that, that did reach out and look after you and care enough to know who you are and, and what's going on. And they may not know, but care enough to reach out and find out. Um, I had to start reaching out to some of the other circle, part of the circle. I'm like, is he okay? <laughs> is it just me? And they're like, no, 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 it's not just you. No, man, it's, uh, it was, it was, it was trying. It was, um, it was the strip down and the rebuild and you, I had to get super, super clear about what I wanted to do. And we have one life, man. And, uh, it's how you spend your time. It's how you spend your energy. And I could not be more clear about that, uh, in this moment than I ever have in my life. Wow. Ever. So that's, you know, and to, to accomplish so many of the things that I've accomplished, um, I think so much of it was done out of spite and anger and people telling me I couldn't and creating from a dark place and to look at it and know that, you know, beautiful things have come out of it are amazing. But really the time for me when I truly can create is with my team and, you know, a lot of the Nahas, a lot of the awards, a lot of the stuff, when I go back and look, it was from such a anger and dark and, like people telling you, you can't, and that's the worst thing you can tell me. <laughs> I've got a couple of texts to send. That's the worst. I'm, that's I'm the worst the possible. Way. That's the worst possible thing you could tell me is no, <laughs> stop and don't. Um, no, because I think there's a million ways to do it, and you know, there's uh, there's a million ways that people can find their path, and I think it's just everybody needs to find their own own uniqueness, uh, and be you. Don't don't try and be somebody else. You can't be anybody else. You can't be. And I think that in this world, it's a really trippy thing because so much of it is influenced by what's going on around us and emulating people and, you know, influenced of what goes on. And, um, we start taking that shit on and you start playing tapes in your head that aren't even your fucking tapes. And that for me was like, do you really believe this shit? And do you really believe like some of this going on in your head? And I mean, I had to seriously strip it down and go, where is this coming from? And why is this? And, um, I just think you put yourself in circumstances of what you're going to allow and what you're not going to allow and what you're going to align with and what you're not going to align with. And I think that it's at a point now where I'm just crystal clear about what I want to surround myself with. And, um, I feel like coming out of the other side of this, a completely different person, a different energy, uh, a different vulnerability. Um, I'm somebody that doesn't really share a ton about my personal life and never have. And, um, I think people need to know there's other people that have gone through some shit. Right. And that, you know, it can be a good thing. And if you're focusing on negative shit, it's going to be negative. And if you focus on positive things, uh, you can definitely find gratitude in what's going on around you and the people around you and who you surround yourself with. Um, and that's free, mm. you know, giving gratitude and appreciation and valuing people are free. Mm. Love and caring is free. And I just don't think people pass it around enough. Mm. Yeah. Especially if you give it out, you, people are going to give it back. You're going to get, yeah. you're going to receive it. You're going to, they're going to put those tokens in your bank. It's true, man. It's a, a reciprocal thing. And I think that's the thing about finding the right people in your inner circle is you, you, touch each other because it is you care so much about what the other person is going through and when you really can have people around you that can sense that without even saying that that is unbelievably cool and uh and you want to be that back for them and you want to be the best person you can for them and you know some days some days i didn't know if i was gonna wake up some days i didn't want to wake up to be honest and some days i woke up and went what the fuck are you still doing here and you obviously have some shit to do. And I think that for me was the trigger of, um, if you've accomplished all this and, uh, you're still here, you obviously have something still to do yeah. and you still have people to do it with. And, uh, if I can be a catalyst for that and help other people, then that's for me and goal. Mm. So that's, uh, are we going to see some of that this weekend? Oh yeah, you need to come to that show. <laughs> well, I I can't wait. But but yeah. aside from the show, what does uh what is, what does uh like free agency look like for you, Chris? Uh, 
free agency looks like. Um, well, first off, are you a free agent? Because <laughs> there's been some rumors. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's quite interesting. You uh, you leave a company and everybody wants to tie you up to uh, anybody you talk to to have a drink of a friend of a, you know, an air <laughs> show or, you know, somebody that you've worked with and you have a drink or talk to them in the hall and next thing you know, you're working with them and that's really not what's going on. So um, the rumors have been tall and wide, but um, no, I have definitely uh, made a decision to, uh, of course, pursue what's happening with CBC and um, in a big way. And I think we're showing up uh, this weekend bigger than we ever have with the the biggest collabs we've ever done um, with uh, an incredible team that is on a mission to bring a message to this industry. And I think it's really just, you know, I think Shannon King said it really well last night. Um, somebody's got to spearhead it. Somebody's got to think of it. But you have to have people to believe in it. You know, you can think of wild ass shit. But if you don't have anybody that believes in it, then your wild ass idea doesn't mean anything, right? <laughs> so funny enough, I have some really crazy people that think that these ideas are sound and real and uh, and they jump behind it and not just jump behind it, but they put their two cents to it and put their, uh, you know, their spin on it. And um, I think the biggest thing for us in this weekend was let's not do the same thing. Let's not do something that you normally would do. Um, I wanted to create a space for them that, they could truly create and there wasn't a brand influence of what you could do and what you couldn't do. Um, and I think that that's a, a really weird space for a lot of people to be able to create like that without having that over your head going, is that on brand? Well, I, you see, this blows me away a little bit, Chris, because I mean, even, even in 2019, the stuff that you did here, the stuff that you did in Philly was like mind blowing to me. So it's really hard for me to kind of look at what I saw and go like, oh, that's a handcuff look of Chris. Mm. Just wait. <laughs> Perfect answer. Well, yeah. well, and for me, like I, you'll, you'll see hairdressers and I've seen a lot of hairdressers say, oh, I went to a hair show, especially like people like Shannon or Chris, or I'd say our generation of hairdressers, not the 30 and below. And, oh, I was walking through the showroom floor and I saw Robert Cromian or I saw Christopher Benson and that inspired me to want to be on stage. But we don't do shows anymore. We don't do big presentations. We only do just somebody standing up there showing you a foil placement where he's really taken it back to like an energetic, like you can feel like you're at a Nine Inch Nails concert with the the effects and then the models. And I mean, it's it's really incredible. And I don't think companies have done that in the past like 10 or 15 years. And I really, that's why I'm so into it because that's what inspired me too. Yes, I can go take a class to do what I do every day and I need that education, but I need to go be inspired. And I feel like that's what this show is really for. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm so excited to be a part of it and I get so much inspiration from it. So I think it, it is the younger generation needs to see this because they're not seeing it anymore. And what inspires you to want to be on stage? Me watching somebody stand up there and sell a product and put foils in the head, that doesn't inspire me to want to be on stage. Seeing the music and the models and the fashion and all that, yes, that inspires me to be up there. So I really enjoy being a part of it, and I think that it's a great message, what he's got going this weekend. Mm, I, can't I can't wait. wait. Yeah, me either. I'm so sad that we're actually having this conversation before we get to see it, <laughs> as opposed to after. We'll get you some clips. Because we're going to have to have a whole different... Like, oh, yeah. Actually, you know what? That might not be a bad idea, That might idea, not be a Chris, bad idea. We, we put you some uh, clips up and let, you, yeah, let these people see video. what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, man. We, we can do video um, We can do video podcasts now, so that might... We, we'll have to, we'll, we'll talk off air about that. Yeah. That's not a bad idea, though, at all. I yeah, man, share it with the people. All right, Chris. So on that same note, um, Eric, I'm directing this to Chris, but what you were just saying, like... Like if you're like a young artist and, and and you're a stud, how do you get Chris's attention? How do you get the CBC uh, attention? <laughs> I don't. You know, it's a weird thing because everybody asks. I mean, especially when I left Matrix and said I was really going to focus on CBC, I had, I had many people call and you know, how do I get on the team? Where do I audition? You don't. <laughs> it's an energy thing. You don't. You don't audition for our team. You vibe with us, and you either uh, vibe with this energy and what you bring to the table and uh, or it falls away and it's, and I'm totally comfortable with it and I've never had to fire anybody and I never will because I think people are going to vibrate at that level and what we want to do or they don't. And that's okay. And it's no different than people seeing the show. The people that need to be there will be there and the rest will hear about it. We'll be there. <laughs>
<laughs> we'll definitely do that. <laughs> and thank God for social media because then it really happened, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's true. That's totally true. That's crazy. And Erica, dude, I mean, like, once again, if you're listening, um, give out your uh, give out your Instagram handle for the for the uh, salon. I've got a complicated one, Erica Keelan underscore hair underscore love. And what's the salon one? Oh, Studio Sage Hair. Studio Sage Hair. Mm-hmm. And er, dude, I mean, I applaud you. You know what's you know what's crazy about what happens in at Studio Sage, and you might not even realize this, but as like you're like on your Instagram scroll, like when something comes out of Studio Sage, it's like. There's almost a trademark to it. Like, you know, it's like, like a couple people have done that, right? Yeah. Chris is one of them. You know, Chris is one of them. Like, you go through there and you go, oh, that's a Benson. Without even reading the yeah. name, you're like, oh, that's a Benson. Or, and, and Studio <laughs> Sage has done that too. And, and I guess it's, it's the influence of, that you guys have had. It's the influence of Darina and how she shoots yep. things. Yep. And, and like, and I, I see Sarah Jane start to yep. kind of pick up on yep. that. She learned that, from Darina. She, yep. she learned from Darina. So you guys have that kind of like that trademark look, and you probably weren't going for it, but, but you just kind of know it as you're scrolling. You're like, oh, that's cool. Well, it's just like your style of clothing. You know what I mean? You have your style. Um, and I feel like our girls, yes, we all tend to like Sarah Jane is really a, I mean, her everyday hair that she does is bridal stuff, but people know her for color because we all do a lot of color competitions. But Sarah Jane and I, it was a, a beautiful romance we met and we just love competition. She's the competitive side. I just like to do it for fun. Um, I guess I am a little bit competitive. Um, I mean, you only have to be with Erica for about two minutes to know that. Are you but, kidding me right now? <laughs> I like just want to do Jane. it for fun. Erica Keelan, you don't do it for fun. We do it to win. Yes. That's why you do it. Yes. To compete against yourself. Well, and I've got Darina and Sarah Jane who are both like, no, we, well, uh, this is Darina's voice. She's like, no, we're doing this to win. You know, like she is. And I'm like, oh, we're just having fun, no. you know. But um, it's really a passion. I was at a salon that I learned a lot at. It was a great salon. It was ran very, um, I had to use the word corporate, but it was a commission salon. We where, understand, yeah. yeah. And um, I got into Instagram and doing my contests and stuff. And they they just, it wasn't that they were su- weren't supported of it, but it made them no money. So why did they care about it? You know, like I, I placed for Naha my first year ever entering in the hair color category. And that was before I knew Chris. And um, he was literally sitting right in front of me. And I... Uh, I had invited the owners because they were two of our good friends and they're like, Oh, I don't think we're going to be able to go. And I'm like, I'm going to Naha by myself pretty much. I don't even have my salon owners. I didn't know anybody at the time. And I just, I was like, you know, I don't want that environment. Like I don't want it to all be about the money. Yes. We have to keep the doors open. We have to keep our business running. Um, But we do this stuff as like team building. Like, our girls are here working this weekend as a team building thing. And so that's really how I run the salon. And then the money will come with that. If everybody's happy and we're doing the fun stuff, like I wouldn't say our, our regular clients is what you know us for online. Our clientele is very natural, very like wearable everyday hair. Um, We're not a salon that does vivids all day long. That's not us. Um, but we do it on the weekend for fun. You know, we do it for our photo shoots, for all of our stuff. And, and it's, it's worked out now. We do some, we do some contracts with different companies to create their imagery. And, um, it's turned into a whole nother, whole nother business now. Um, that now, like we just had our first big shoot that I was able to pay like five of my girls to work the whole shoot where, you know, a lot of times it was volunteering. It was fun, you know, Um, so those things are, I'm, I'm glad that we can do that now. And like Darina has one of our team members assist her all the time and she pays her every time. But seven, eight years ago, this started off as a passion project. You know, we were just having fun. And then when I left that salon, because they weren't really supportive of what I was doing, I just wanted enough space for me and my business partner. And then we wanted to have a photo studio in the back. And we started training our, we needed an assistant or a support staff is what we call them in our salon. All three, uh, we had three at one time. They all made it on the floor. So now we're up to like 15, 16 stylists and it, which is great. I, obviously mm-hmm. that's what you want, but that's not what I started off as. I didn't want a ton of stylists. I started off with six, six stations. We're up to 10 now. We don't want to get any, we want to maybe go to 15, but we're like, we're wanting to buy a building now and go that route mm-hmm. um, and still keep it 
small and all of our girls are independent contractors. They work for themselves, but we still keep a team environment. And like when Chris was in the other day, I mean, everybody looks at him as a family member. He walks in the door. They love seeing him. Um, Do they all scream out, fuck you, Chris? No. no. We, no. <laughs> they, she hasn't got him that trained yet. No, but, I haven't got him that trained. But they do hug it up I pretty mean, good when we come in. He just reminds me, I have an older brother. I was the baby of four. And he. I, I, I tell, tell him all the time, I'm like, you need to meet my brother. Um, she thinks I torture. Yeah, she thinks I torture like her brother. Yeah, <laughs> and see, when my husband met my my husband and Chris are really good friends. When my husband met my brother, the first thing he said to me was, "I understand you so much more now because I I talk a lot of shit. You know, I give it back. You know, I can hang with the boys. You know, I don't oh, yes, get my feelings hurt. Um, too bad. Um, every now and then." When he wasn't answering my phone calls, I was getting my feelings hurt a little bit. I bet you were. Like um, a few people were. So that's funny. He always answered my calls, Eric. I'm, I'm sure he saying. did. <laughs> I'm sure he did. We talked at least once a week. <laughs> I went like three months. Couldn't get him an answer. I was like, everybody knows that was wrong. <laughs> Nobody could get a hold of me for about three months. <laughs> um, and I, and I got it. You know, you want to give people space. Cause I knew I had a big healing time during that time, but I also went back to work and because I'm behind the chair, he wasn't behind the chair. He wasn't traveling. So I worried about him because I know, like, I at least had a reason to get up every day. I was, you know, I was able to go back after six, eight weeks. I think Florida was shut down eight weeks. So I at least got that interaction. And all I could think is, oh, my God, he's in Utah in a house, you know, by himself. I know he's got a couple really good people that are around him up there that take care of him. But I I was really worried because, well, I mean, you have a very good supportive core group of, of people. I um, but yeah, I mean, I was able to get out of my funk. I was, I, and I needed that eight weeks to really, like, I felt like I needed to mourn. I started talking to a counselor, which I still talk to. Um, I needed to make some of those changes, but I also, I needed to get back to work or I mentally would have been really messed up. Yeah. Um, and I, I know that we're a similar brain type. So I was like, God, he's it's been like six months. Like, is he okay? Like, I mean, you didn't come out until April of this year. So that was a year pretty much. Yeah. Um, and that's a long time. And I knew my mental state would have been destroyed. I mean, it was, it was, I needed the break and I'm glad we got it, but I couldn't imagine being that long. So I just, you know, I, you know, you, you, it's, a, and I don't want to get into a long thing about COVID or anything, mm-hmm. but, but I, and I, this is kind of a question in a whatever, but I, like I've had clients that like didn't even come out until like post vaccination. So it was almost a full year or, or yeah. it was a year before they came out. And and it was interesting because I have one client in particular who I didn't see for 13 months or something until she was vaccinated. And like she sat in my chair and she was still kind of like a chicken, like like her her oh head's God, moving yes. all over the place. Like, like what's the next what's the next thing that's gonna attack me, right? And 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 it's interesting because I think that I think we, we all are going to deal with a little bit of agoraphobia or, or right. you know, for the first time in my life, and, I, and I, I bet I can speak for all of us, like, it's the first time I've ever felt fearful of the outdoors. Correct. Right? It's, and, and that's kind of where we are, and that's kind of what we have to process. But and, and I need that for mental. Like, nature is my, like, recharging. So, luckily, I was in Florida, and I was still able to get outdoors a lot. But if we would have been in a bigger city where you couldn't really get outdoors, I, I wouldn't have made it through um, covid Definitely. Yeah, I, I can't imagine being 13 months. Those clients of mine, I'm really worried about because they're probably a same. little bit more anxious clients anyway. Yeah. They're if, if they stayed in for that long and they were that worried. So I really, I can't imagine what my mental state would have been in. I can't, I can't either, but it's not even like, I don't blame them. I go, no, oh, I don't I blame it. them. I get it. Everybody's you, you different. It. I don't, Everybody's I respect different. it. All right. I want to transition a little bit here because we've had this conversation a couple of times on the podcast and, and I'm going to ask you to just kind of keep reiterating it. Please, please do competitions. Oh my God, this, yes. time, this time, and like I'm talk, going to talk like, you know, as an old guy here for a sec, but there's no better time to do competitions now because listen, I mean, Naha costs you money. We understand that. But, but, but Mary Rector has created a whole competition thing that's completely free. Yeah. You know, and just get out there and do it. And don't be scared of just do it. You're going to learn more by doing it than, than you are sitting back not doing it. And anything. I learned as I yeah. went. I, yeah. um, I, I guess I started off with Naha and when I did my Naha collection in 2015 and that was the only time I've ever been fortunate enough to place in the actual Naha um, category, I did place in the moments and I won that last year. Um, yeah, 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 which yeah, is, yeah. Yeah. That's an Instagram version of Naha. Um, but it's been, for me, it's just been so like 
it, it's kept me in the game because I I was I was done. I was I was over clients. I was over the hustle behind the chair. And I'm not like me and Chris just had the comp- conversation about me working for a company. I've never had the confidence to try to work for a company. And I didn't want to go that route. I wanted to stay behind the chair. So the competitions just helped me out. And it has built a relationship. I have relationships with Pravana. I'm, I've just won the L'Oreal, their competition for the United States. So I'm competing internationally for them right now. Um, so just, now- Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. <laughs> hold on. Hold on a minute. I just came out of that house. I was a judge for this competition numerous times. You guys, I just, like, I need to anchor this for you. You have no idea how big this is outside of the United States. And while it has not blown up to be this massive thing in the United States, the L'Oreal Color Trophy is the biggest outside of the United States. This is the one everybody wants. Our girl won it for the United States. I'm in the top nine for the... uh, Anchor that. I don't think people realize what has gone on and... The cool thing for me is is I wasn't a judge this year. I wasn't involved in it. And to stand back and watch her step to that and step up to that and smack that was like, you've got to be kidding me right now. I couldn't have been more proud of what she did. Um, that's something I would have wanted to do. That's something I would have wanted as a goal. And I just never had the opportunity to do it for whatever reason. Um, to watch her do that, that's like watching one of your protégés see your goal through. So for me, well, she doesn't realize that, that for me was a goal of my own. So like you're now watching people that you're rippling achieve things that you can see through their eyes. That's yeah. a, that's an incredible thing. Wow. And, and to support that and to love that and not be envious of that because that was a goal of mine and go, Oh my God, she's accomplished it. And that's a bad thing. I didn't get to do that. No, I look at that and go, man, this is somebody that uh, we've affected and she's gone and done something that massive. I didn't, that I didn't even massive. do that I didn't even do, right? Yeah. And that's magic. That's cool. That's magic. I feel the same way with Sarah Jane when she won Aha. You yeah. know, some people would think that you'd be jealous. I'm like, oh no, like that's the biggest compliment that she. I mean, I could care less. Of, I mean, I'd love to win it one day, you know. Sure. But and watching her, watching her walk on stage, I was just so proud. I mean, not that. I mean. She, Casey has been her mentor. I've definitely been her mentor with color. Um, I, I honestly wasn't even there the day, the day that she shot it. I think I had, I think I was in Germany with Schwarzkopf for another competition. And um, she shot it. She killed it. We were all there. The whole team was there to watch her walk on stage. And that's exactly how I felt. I couldn't have been more proud. I mean, I, I don't care if I win it, you know, I, but I, I was very proud of her. That's very cool. I will get one one day. I will, will say. You know what's interesting, too, about Sarah Jane, the one that she won, right? The, the, the mm-hmm. that three panel that she won, like, um, Shan, uh, Sh- Sarah was telling me that those were like missed shots. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like one of the, one of the, you know, lights didn't pop and, and they thought they missed that shot, you know, and then that one ends up winning up, winning Naha. I mean, and, but that's also like back to my point about like, just start doing competition. You'll learn so much. Mm. That's one of those learns, right? Like, yeah. like, it's not about if, if it was perfect, it's not about whatever. It, it's just like, it, it worked because it worked. Well, and what I love about that is it was all her. She had another idea for that day. Didn't work out. She threw, I'm, I, she threw that, I can let her tell the story, but she threw that together, I think, like last minute, but it's her signature look. And that's why I'm so glad she won with that. And honestly, she had another, I don't think we were that close with Chris at the time. We had just met him, but there's somebody else that, another artist that's a big artist in Naha that she had looked up to for years and she was, had been talking to him online and she had sent him the pictures and asked him like, oh, what do you think? You know, like so proud. And he totally ripped him down. (gasps) He told her it would not win. Nah, it was like, he didn't, I think he was giving her his critical, like constructive criticism. I don't think he, he by any means meant it. So as soon as she won that, I was like, hell yes. Hell yes. Mm-hmm. Erica's not competitive at all. Is she Chris? Not to put <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's funny, isn't it? It's, you can hear that little like, <laughs> yeah. Watch her to shoot. Tell me she's not competitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's definitely competitive. Um, no, it's, it's funny. Cause even, you know, Sarah put him in front of me and I said, I, you know, the styling category, I said, Sarah, it's so all over the place. Um, you know, here's feedback. I said, I don't know if these will win, but what I do think you should do is put them in and, and go for this. And it was the year that, uh, studio stage was with this, uh, at ice yeah. on stage and Sarah was on stage and this was all. So for me, that's like the ultimate when you can, 
do things with people before something like that's happened and watch that develop right in front of your eyes and watch these people blow up. That's the ultimate. And then the next year, another proud moment was when we walked up to ice, her pictures standing, sitting there with Michelle O'Connor's and Michelle O'Connor is a big idol of hers. So that just to watch her be so proud to be up there. I I, I was, I loved it. You know, what's very cool for us is that, I'm going to talk about us for a little bit, but is that we had hi- actually hired her because we did that event yeah. with Presley mm. and we had, and, and, and honestly, I didn't even know Sarah had entered, you know, and then the next mm. thing, you know, I'm reading is like Sarah wins Naha and I'm like, oh my God, she's with us next month. You know, that right. is mm-hmm. the coolest thing ever, you know, yep. it was cool, man. Yep. And then, and, and, and I kind of want to go back to like, there's no two better people ever than Sarah and Casey. And it was just yeah. such a pleasure working with them. And like, it's just so nice. Like, it's just so nice, like being around people instead yeah. of like yeah. egos. You know, we have enough yeah. ego that we that we get to see uh, around. You know, it's just really nice to hang out with people. And know? one of Sarah's goals is to be on stage, and I think that may have been one of the first times she really was on a a, a stage event. And she's incredible on stage. Yeah. That is that's her dream. Yeah, so she, she was. You great. guys helped her do that. That's all. That's 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 pretty cool. Yeah, you know, that's pretty cool. That's that's the stuff that's 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 the magic, man. When you can you can pass that on to other people or create space for people to succeed. That's, that's the magic. That's what it's all yeah. about. Yeah. And we had to immediately change all of our copy, you know, cause it had to be Naha award winner. You know? Yeah. They're there. And, and I, and I want to, wasn't it like three weeks before our show or something. Yeah. It was real soon. Yeah. Like we're like, Oh, we had to, you know, we had to change all the copy everywhere. Cause we wanted to honor her too. Cause well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a huge, huge accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that, that was really, 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 really cool. Yeah. Um, Chris. So, uh, being a free agent, um, we, uh, he just wants this, doesn't he? he no, 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 we're, we're actually going adorable. in a different, we're, we're going in a different direction. All right, where are we going? Take me, come on, I'm well, all, I'm all for the ride, you know, I'm always like for a good ride. Let's all right, all right, well, I mean, being a free agent, yeah, you have a few more sponsors out there, and uh, we, we, we just walked the, uh, we just walked the floor there, and there's a giant, um, a display with, with, with a color company that, that, uh, that, that the, the signature talk about this, talk about the scroll, right? The signature, uh, the, the signature Chris looks is on. Um, mm. should we get into this company? And by the way, thank you for the, for the introduction, but, um, but, uh, but, uh, your sponsor this weekend is a, is a brand new color company, which is going to blow people away. Once they start one, once you start hearing about this company, you're gonna be blown away by it. And, um, the company is clicks it's C L I C S and, um, and they're doing some magical stuff, man. Yeah, it's, uh, it's time. It's time. It's here. And I was approached by these guys to, um, have a look at what they were doing. And, uh, was this bad, by the way, was this one of the free agent calls that you got? Yeah, this was, uh, this was one of the free agent calls that I got and we just started having conversations and, um, it's, it's an incredible digital color studio and you can basically, uh, create anything color wise and um why have one line when you can have them all i and guess it'd be a good way to think about that right literally yeah. too i guess it'd be a good way to think about that completely and new then, technology yeah and then i think uh it's deep tech it's massive deep tech it's got a crazy back end that can tell you things that are mind-blowing does inventory for you and orders for you you pay after you dispense uh i mean it just goes on and on and then you know so this was all happening and they really were about to come to market and didn't have somebody uh that could take it where they wanted it to go and um when we started talking he just felt like it could be taken past where they wanted it to go in in you know together i i i i think i think it's so i'm gonna put you on the spot every Mm -hmm. color this weekend was done by uh clicks no no, because we have artists from all different brands and CBC. Um, we want to keep it authentic to who's doing to who what. They are. Yeah, 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 that's fair. So we do have some though, and we and and there's there's clicks in there, of course, because that's what we're we're working with. And um, some of my team is going to be joining uh, the brand as well. Uh, my intention is to build an incredibly strong, small, but very mighty powerhouse team. That's awesome. It's, I, I mean, I don't know enough about it to kind of give it a lot, but we've watched it a few times and, and, and the tech behind it is crazy. It's, it's as if like Apple is now like, um, is now formulating your, I mean, you formulate the color, yeah. but it's as if Apple's involved in that, in that exchange. Yeah. It's know? a trip. It's, um, to be able to, to have core shades and to be able to have, uh, 
customizable stuff as well is pretty pretty wild. It's it. I'm I'm really excited to to to, to one talk to them. I think we're gonna try to get them on the podcast. The uh, the owners because they're brilliant. Yeah, yeah, they are. When they're oh. ready. When yeah. they're not quite ready yet. But when they, might, ready. they might be after this weekend. They might have a uh, an awakening after this weekend. They've never been to uh, a show to this magnitude, and um, I think this will be quite an, an amazing opportunity to imprint them with something very special. And uh, it's, a, it's a crazy situation of trust, both sides. And, uh, you know, you're going from the largest brand to somebody that nobody knows. But yeah. I can reassure you after this weekend, people will know. So, Chris, yeah. how can all of our listeners keep up with you, find out what's happening, kind of just... Because clearly text message doesn't work. Right. No, no. <laughs> I'm enjoy, terrible at texting. And, and, and terrible. To enjoy the ride that you're yeah, about man. to give everybody. See uh, Benson here um, on Insta and... Uh, Christopher Benson on my website, and um, you guys might want to check out Clicks Color this weekend. You might see some stuff, and uh, I think you know it's it's something to keep your eye on because the team that is being formed to bring this to market is uh, pretty amazing, and I feel like this could be my dream job if it's done right and if it's handled right, and I feel like this could be my dream job with dream people mm. and the opportunity to bring those people on. So it's a it's a pretty wicked opportunity. That's awesome. I'm excited. I'm excited for the company. I'm excited to see what you guys do with it. I'm excited about tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I know, right? I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait either. This is uh this has been a dream. This is the reality coming to fruition and stuff I thought would never happen and with people I never thought we could stand on stages together in this industry as one because, you know, a lot of the brands unfortunately get in the way of what that looks like. And uh, I think this weekend is going to start something incredibly different. You know, it's really interesting about this show and it, this just on to me yesterday. We talked about it a little bit, but it's like, because like the big brands like L'Oreal and stuff aren't represented at this show, they just, they're not traveling this year or they're not, they're not at any of the shows. It's companies like clicks that, that, that are really going to make some market space. Yeah. You know, it's, it's companies like that, that are going to really like, nope. like these are their opportunities. You know, these are, you know, um, I know that there's a bunch of artists here that, that you, that you knew from brands a couple of years ago that are now here independently. Well, this is their opportunity for those shines to, yep. for those stars or those whatever to really, really shine, you know? And, and, and I think, I think coming into next year, there's going to be a little bit more, as you've said a couple of times, Chris, space is going to be a little bit more space in our space. I think, uh, I think we just need to get back to the reality of, you know, we, we want to work with brands. Everybody wants to work with brands. It's a beautiful thing. I think it's just how it, how it works together. It should be uh, a symbolic partnership and, you know, a valuing of each other and what each other brings to the table. And that should be in any circumstance in business or personal. Love it. Eric, how can people uh, locate you and find you? Uh, Instagram, my Instagram, Erica Keelan, here, love. And, um, studio sage, we are, re we do have a studio sage website right now, but we are rebuilding it, mm -hmm. um, in the process. So in the next month or so we'll have a new website. And when up. do you think the new uh, salon will be open? Well, COVID threw a little wrench in that, well, um, imagine that. <laughs> you know, um, goal is within the next year and a half. Perfect. Perfect. I, we can't wait. Tony and I, uh, we are definitely going to do like an East Coast like drive by. We want to yeah. hit like up up all of our friends. Um, we're actually kind of thinking about like maybe like a week before premieres just to come down and visit a bunch of people, and then on the way back home go visit a bunch of people yeah. again. Like maybe come down like the the west coast of of Florida, Miami, head up to Orlando, and then kind of hit Jacksonville and in the east, you know, the ninety five corridor there. So why don't we just do a tour on a RVs and. Go dude, see, we are definitely talking about. Go see, uh, Chris, go see America. Chris, and, you know what our plan is? Uh, like, listen, dude, I'm in. I'll sign. Let's go. I'll take, I'll take that trip no, in no, a no. minute. You know what our plan is? <laughs> By the way, our RV's going to say clicks on the side of it. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, uh, clicks might be showing up a lot of places, man. It might be showing up a lot of places right quick here. So, Keep your eyes open, boys. So, so, Chris, this is definitely our play. Like, everybody and their mother has bought a van or an RV the next year. Yeah. Yep. In two years, everybody and their mother is going to be selling an RV. Of course, they're. So, I think our play is going to be let's sit back a yeah. little bit and let's see what we can pick up for about, you know, 15 grand yeah. in a couple yeah. years, you know? When everybody's and, just sat them, sat them yeah. and did nothing with them, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and then, then we'll put a big, like, uh, you know, we'll wrap that 
that thing. It'll say schedulicity and clicks and yeah. CBD. It's CBD. Yeah. CBD. <laughs> CBC all over it. That's the oil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not to be confused. <laughs> Everybody gets that. Or let confused. it be. <laughs> or let it be. That's awesome. Chris and Erica, thank you guys so much. I know, you know, today's a model day. I know that, um, that this time is uh, is valuable and and we value that that you spent that that time with us and we just really appreciate you guys. Yeah. We thank you, you guys, man. Thank yeah. you guys and yeah. thank you guys for elevating this industry. We thank we appreciate you. you guys and we appreciate the space to come and have a conversation and what you guys do for the industry and uh, listen and it's symbolic. You guys you guys put a lot out. We want to give a lot back. That's how mm-hmm. it goes, man. And we appreciate you guys stepping up and uh, sponsoring it as well. I mean, you know that for me is. Uh, you put the people up there that you appreciate and you care about and uh, that do the same back. So we appreciate you guys there. Well, dude, thank you so much. Thank, thank, thanks for the love and thanks for, look, we're at the round table now, but uh, thank you guys. And Christopher Benson, Erica Keelan, thank you very, very much for joining us on your day off. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, share it with friends. Give us a rating and drop a review. To listen to all the latest podcasts, please subscribe from your favorite podcast outlet. And to stay connected on and off the show, you can follow us at Hairdistry on Instagram and all other social media platforms. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Peace and love.